0: Hi, I'm Carissa Schlott, and I am Charissa Schlott. Welcome to Between Between Us, a podcast that highlights our relationship as sisters,
1: providing a safe space to share our stories. These conversations highlight unity and connection, the through lines that connect all of us as human beings. Before we dive in, we would like to highlight that the views expressed in each episode
0: are a product of our own research and experiences.
1: Our opinions are not representative of any professional affiliations we may have.
0: Episode 17, Spreading Happiness. John and Mark Cronin are a father-son duo telling the story of John's crazy socks and how they spread happiness by showing what's possible. They use humor and stories to offer inspiration and to share their business success, which is built upon showing what people with differing abilities can do, giving back, And creating connections.
1: I have to tell you guys that I did place a sock order shortly after we talked. And? I was hoping it would get here, but it's coming a long ways because I was going to put my feet up in the video, but it's coming from too far.
2: Oh, you're in Canada, right?
1: Yeah. A week is way too quick of a turnaround for that to happen.
2: I'm disappointed because, listen, at the core, we have to be a great e-commerce business. So we do same day shipping. If that order came in, it sure come out. You know, it does. You bet. The uh, challenge we have is shipping outside the U.S., When we started, I looked at the cost of what we sold and the cost of shipping and said, get it, we're only going to sell in the
3: US.
2: (laughs) We got enough of the demand of people saying, you have to ship to us, that we opened up and we shipped internationally. We have been working hard to come up with a shipping solution. There are three problems. One, we can't predict, and can't track how quickly it's going to get to you. So most of our packages get delivered overnight U.S. A long time is three days, even with some bogs in the post office. But once it leaves the U.S., we have no idea where that package is.
1: Got you. Yes.
2: You can't track it, and we can't predict and say, well, it'll be there in five days or 10 days. Cost is high. And then the other thing that happens sometimes is... Someone knocks on your door and says, Oh, you owe more money.
1: Hmm, that's crazy. Yeah.
2: Arabs and local. And what we thought, we've worked with all the major carriers on this. We thought we had a solution with UPS, which had a program called iParcel. And this was their promise. It will be delivered absolutely anywhere in the world, eight to ten days, one cost, and we guarantee that covers all tariffs and extra delivery charges, and you can track it from end to end. Sounded like a good deal. Except how do I put it? They lied through their teeth. It turned out, well, not that country, and this is an exception. And if they couldn't deliver a package, they threw it out. We didn't know. It was awful.
0: Exactly. It's out of your control.
2: We'll give you one indicator on it. Black Friday is a real thing. Businesses, some businesses, they make their whole year on that. And in the e-commerce world, people plan for months. So we're on a the platform of a good Canadian company, Shopify. <laughs> and there's an ecology around Shopify. You know, our vendors and the app makers, they'll tell you months in advance, here's our preparation for Black Friday. We had a little glitch with the iParcel system on Black Friday. Oh, no. We call UPS. Their offices were closed.
1: Oh, wow. Well. On Black Friday.
2: So anyway, that's a long-winded thing of we're very frustrated. And in fact, we have a, a small project going on with Paris City University and in, one, in their business school. I mean, this sounds wild to us. We've been speaking increasingly at colleges and universities, but we've heard from a number where students are studying our business. And that's true at, in this class at Paris City University. And now there's a group of students still working on a project of how we can enter the French market and exploring. Do you do, it, do you a franchise, do a license, do we open a place, which is kind of interesting?
1: Wow. It's kind of
2: wild from our perspective that you, you hear of people studying our business and like, whoa, ooh, that sounds pretty cool, huh? Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're famous. <laughs> i would not go
2: there? <laughs> so, John does get stopped on a regular basis. People coming up to him wanting photographs. If we're in an airport, people are going to come up and you're John. Can I get my picture with you? And
0: Aww. you
2: like that though, don't you? I too? did.
0: You've got a beautiful
1: smile. That's why everybody wants a picture with you and that smile. Absolutely. So these two have started a company, an e-commerce company called John's Crazy Socks, a ten million dollar company. And so I would love to hear how did it get started and
0: whose idea was it for Crazy Socks?
3: Well, first you want to introduce us, Sure. Um, I'm John. Did my partner We are John's Crazy Socks.
2: John's Crazy Socks. What's our mission,
3: pal? Our mission is a strain happiness.
2: So, how did we get started? Well, we're a little more than five years old, so let's go back to fall of 2016, and our story starts in a small log cabin in the woods. No, not really. (laughs) It starts in suburban Long Island outside New York City um, in a town called Huntington. And where were you?
3: I was at a high school I'm going to be my last year's school.
2: So John is you know, last year's school. And like everybody else, he's trying to figure out what do I do next? And what were you looking
3: at? i look at a job program at school. I do like the option I do like.
2: So here's something you have to know about John, right? Yes, he's an entrepreneur. You're a sock tycoon. You yeah, damn yeah. Right? You're a public speaker.
3: Yes, I am.
2: You're an advocate. Yep. You're a dancer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're an athlete. Yes, I am. You're a good friend. Yes. You're a boyfriend. Yes, I am. Yes. You're a brother. Yes, I am. And a son. Yes. And he happens to have Down syndrome.
3: I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome never heard me back.
2: So when John's looking for things and he can't find anything, that, unfortunately, is the same situation that millions of people face. In the U.S. alone, fewer than one in five people with a disability are employed. Mm-hmm. It's awful. But John here, you're a natural entrepreneur. Yes, I am. If you didn't find a job you wanted, what do you say? I said I want to create one.
3: I want to make one.
2: Right? And what'd you tell me?
3: I said, I going to in with with my dad and nice father have been being together.
2: So, Sharice and Carissa, you know something about family businesses. I'm a lucky man. I have three sons and this is one I can work with. <laughs> so, uh, well, I was really excited that, you know, we'll put together a business. Now, If you work with entrepreneurs, you know, entrepreneurs have a lot of ideas. Not all of them are good ideas. (laughs) What was one of your ideas for a business?
3: One of them is um, a food truck. I have an idea from the movie Chef uh, John Varro. Uh, The movie about a father and son buying a food truck.
2: So a food truck sounds like a fun idea. And we started thinking, what could we make? Where would we sell it? But we had a problem. We can't cook. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, cooking is, is a prerequisite to a food truck, I think. Yep.
2: John doesn't let failure get him down. Right before the uh, U.S. Thanksgiving in late November, John had his eureka moment.
3: I did. I want to sell crazy socks. Why socks, It's fun. It's colorful. It's creative. I'll always let me be me. Mm.
2: John wore these crazy socks his whole life. In fact, we used to drive around looking for them. So we figured if John loved them this much, surely other people would and we could find our tribe. So that's where the idea came from. And what we did to start, we went the lean startup route. We did not... Do a lot of analysis. We didn't prepare your traditional business plan. We wanted to make it simple and go test the idea, get something up and running. So you already had the name.
3: Yeah, I got a name, I to, I to our website, I came out a design and come out idea.
2: So we built a website on the Shopify platform. We got a little bit of inventory from sock makers, sock designers. We were bootstrapping, so you got to make do with what you had. <laughs> so the only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page, and I would take out my cell phone, and we made videos. And who was in those videos?
3: I am. I'm about socks. Socks, socks, my socks. <laughs> if we noticed something,
2: people started sharing those videos. So what day did we open?
3: We opened on a Friday, December 9th, 2015.
2: And we didn't know what to expect, but in fact, we received what felt like a flood of orders. We got forty-two orders the first day. Wow! And mo- and most of them were local in our town. So, what did we do with those orders? Uh, our home delivery. Home deliveries. We got red boxes. We put the socks in the boxes. We looked at it and said it needs something else. So, what else did we put in?
3: I mean, I think I wrote and and i put candy ah.
2: we got hershey's kisses and filled it up yes. loaded up the car drove around and you knocked on doors and handed out socks i did how the customers respond
3: Customer they loved it and they and, and they took pictures and and, and share on social media uh what gets that spread
2: wait we- John was knocking on doors as late as 10 o'clock at night. Just, you know, John, with your socks. We had customers ordering again to get John to come back to their door.
0: Absolutely. You are spreading happiness with socks and a treat and a note and John
1: himself.
2: So we tested it. By the end of the month, we had shipped 452 orders and we said, we've got something here. Absolutely. We knew we could grow it. The last five years have been a wild adventure, but we still adhere to the principles and the purpose when we started of spreading happiness. Yes. We have our five pillars that we stick to. But today, we went from having 37 different types of socks to how many different socks do we have?
3: We have 4,000 different
2: kinds of socks. Which makes John here the owner of the world's largest sock
3: store. Yes!
2: (laughs) We went from just the two of us doing everything to today we have 34 employees, 22 of whom have a differing ability.
0: Amazing.
2: We went from... Just doing those home deliveries to now, and we were talking a bit before, we have now shipped 375,000 packages to 88 different countries. But if we get an order between our office and our home. i still doing our home deliveries, Still knocking on doors, doing home deliveries. So we did home deliveries three nights last week.
1: Wow. Keeping you busy.
2: Yeah. We it. are fortunate. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you for sharing that story. I'm crying because it's just so powerful and it's so beautiful what you guys are doing.
2: Well, we're very fortunate. You know, we, we share, we are just a couple of knuckleheads selling socks. <laughs> but all we want to do is. And change the world. Change the world. Wow. Do what we can. And look at this, right? We're, the business has given us a platform where we get opportunities to speak and people listen. Look what you're doing. You have invited us on your podcast. So now we get to tell this story. and We get to show what John can do. And that changes people's minds about Down syndrome. And and we get to talk about what our colleagues do and the value of having a social enterprise, but also the importance and the business reason to hire people with different abilities.
0: Absolutely. Okay. John, I need to know, what is your favorite pair of socks?
3: My favorite pair is a Down This Room Superhero. Those socks, I this is a master sign. I love it. And I, I tell you why my favorite sock I really like. I really like. I, 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 I picture up. Me as Superman, <laughs> That's my vet. <favorite. laughs> I, I can I tell you a little secret?
1: Yes, please.
3: We weekend I'm wearing a poop emoji socks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the Down syndrome superhero and the poop emoji socks.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, I noticed all of a sudden we had a bunch of socks that we sold that had poop and fart
1: themes. <laughs> and
2: I got told, Talk to
1: <laughs> I have to tell you what I ordered for Carissa's boys. I loved the broccoli monster.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, just nice.
1: Yeah, so I ordered that one for the boys. I'm trying to think. For Carissa, I ordered... um. I think it was squeezing those lemons or some something along those lines. I got my my little niece slash cousin because she walks my dogs all the time. So I got her dog walking socks.
2: Well, one of the things we found like in many businesses, you get the 80 20 rule that applies, right? 20% of your products account for 80% of your revenue. That's not what we have we have this long distribution. We've had very smart people come in and say, you can't have 4,000 SKUs. You should have like 500 SKUs. But the answer is, it's the personalization, the choice that matters. Um, this past Monday, we had a very special day. This past Monday was World Down Syndrome Day. And there was an event in Albany, the New York State Capitol with the state legislature, John, and, and our business. But we're meeting with one of the legislators who started telling his staff person, he goes, oh, this is great. You know, it comes Christmas time and you don't know what to get somebody. But I just go online and I and I know I can find something for everybody. And that's what we get to do.
1: And I have to tell you, my mom, every year for Christmas, we'd have socks in our stocking. And the last, I think, couple of Christmases, I started giving out socks like you guys are selling on your site. Because for me, wearing some fun socks gives me a little bit of almost like a secret empowerment.
2: It's what you say, right? They let me be me. Right. Many of us today... Even through the pandemic, we wear a uniform. That uniform might be a suit. It might be khakis and a shirt. But you wear your socks and you can tell a story. You can express your personality or your feelings.
1: Exactly.
2: And what happens is you wear them. Somebody else notices. hmm And now you can talk about why you chose that, why you like that. And you can also then start talking, and we know our customers do, start talking about John's crazy socks and why you like that.
0: Mark, I would love to know. Oh, yeah, go ahead, sis. She needs a Kleenex. (laughs) I'm leaking too much. While she's grabbing a Kleenex, Mark, what do you enjoy most about being John's father?
2: What do I enjoy most about being? Well, I'll put it in some context. And it's not just being John's dad, right? I have three sons. So my wife and I got married what we thought was very young. We were right out of college. I remember my father telling me, you're making a big mistake. You shouldn't get married until you're like 30. And I said, what am I going to do? Dad, I love the girl. Am I going to say, go away and come back when I'm 30? But we didn't have kids for almost 10 years. You know, we were out living and figuring things out. And then I was very hesitant because I thought I would just be a terrible father. And it turned out fatherhood is like the greatest thing I could have. Getting to watch all three sons find their paths, find their way. And not everything's been smooth. You know, there have been problems and really scare, some scary things. But just seeing each of the three of them find who they are and find their way in the world, it's awesome. To do this with John, You know, first, there'd be no business without John. And you really set the tone for everything we do. But we've had such phenomenal experiences. And to be able to share that, you know, everything's better when you're able to share it. You know, this is past my the New York state legislature passed a resolution honoring John and John's crazy socks. And wow. so I'm standing on the floor of the state assembly as they rise to give John a standing ovation. How cool is that? Or we've testified twice before the U.S. Congress and was spoken at the U.N. And John takes this stuff kind of matter of fact, well, this is what we're doing. You know, and I'm sitting next to him, you, know, you have no idea. This is so awesome. <laughs> so, you know, and then there are other moments. as yes, we're business partners and we're roommates, right? I, but I'm a dad. So, you know, there was one moment we've had a lot of elected officials come to our business. At one point, the county executive came in. And uh, to his credit, he really wanted to learn about what we do. And we spoke about issues concerning people with different abilities. But at the end of his visit, he he got John and he had his entourage of video people and photographers. They said, John, I want to give you a proclamation. And John looked at him and said, OK, but stop, wait. And he got all of his colleagues. And Steve, Steve Malone, the County Executive, read the proclamation and handed it to John. And then John looked at him and said, thank you, but this is not really for me. Mm. What did you do with that proclamation?
3: I want to thank my colleagues. Uh, My colleagues, uh, they they want to do all the work because as they are so impossible and how they uh, I, have the, I have our homework. Uh, it, it is, it's so great.
2: And just watching that, hey, you know, gosh, I was so fortunate to be able to witness that and admire this man because he gets
0: it. A proud father moment and a, of a humble leader giving credit to his colleagues. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, being a servant leader is important. But I also want to put this in context. So, you know, John here, you do terrific things, right? You're right. a leader and you give back. And, but here's also your inspiration. And make sure you know this, Sharice. This will dry your eyes. Okay. <laughs> we'll be driving and he'll be sitting next to me. And he's now, what, six inches away from me? And he'll text me <laughs> that I just farted. <laughs> Your
3: inspiration.
0: <laughs> when you're texting, do you use emojis?
3: Uh no, 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 just words. Just words. You're a man of many words. Uh, 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 by the way, I heard my dad saying, "I day I'm born," and I he's so inspiring me, and I'm so inspired. He, I uplift uh, me. It uplift me. And I learned from him. I learned from him because I, I, he gave me strengths. And he I he learned about me. Uh, I learned curve. I learned curve all the time. He knows. This man, I know, I, he's I, I standing. by me. Uh, uh, I go testifying yeah. and, and all that. You know what I want to do? I, I just want to see your work. I, you know, I, I, I testifying and <laughs> I, I see me. I, I'm doing I'm so inspired from my dad and my father.
2: Thank you. Son. I, I never thank
3: you. you. No. 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 good no. stuff. It's oh
2: good my stuff, goodness! Right, we're fortunate. Hello, day.
0: for our listeners I mean I am also now joining the crying pool um we are seeing father and son have a a moment and they're hugging and it's very sweet so thank you so much for answering that question so beautifully
1: yeah and just everyone knows I'm not gonna be able to talk this whole interview because (laughs) I'm just gonna be crying the whole time and of course it's happy tears but it's truly so beautiful and I think for me it gives me so much hope you're giving so much hope to the world that there's a different way to operate. There's a different way to honor people. There's a way to merge business and service.
2: Well, I agree with you. And and that's part of when we say we're showing what's possible. We we're mainly talk about showing what people with different abilities. Yep. But it's also showing how the power of the social enterprise and how you conduct business you can have an impact. Do it in a positive way. And that's possible and even necessary today. Agreed. Right. We've built the business on five pillars.
3: It's prison and hope, give it back, fun products you can love, make it personal, and make it a great place to work. Right. If we have a mission
2: to spread happiness, you know, so that fifth one, get a great place to work. If we want to spread happiness amongst our customers and in the community, we have to start. At our business. Our colleagues have to love working there. We have to offer a mission worthy of their commitment, something bigger than ourselves, that's about more than just making money. And and don't get me wrong, we want to make money. We're home now. John and I, it turns out we like to live indoors. <laughs> a place where people they know their job matters as and is important, where they feel valued and respected, where they can do good work. But so making it personal to this day. Every package gets... again, get thank you note and candy. Thank you note and candy. Wow. But everybody's involved. And it doesn't take much. You just have to believe. And that belief then becomes manifest in all the choices you make. So, so I'll give you an example. We sell socks for diabetics, these high compression socks. And one day, one of our happiness packers comes to us and says, you know... We're sending socks for diabetics, and we're sending them candy. (laughs) So now we have a special supply of sugar-free candy.
0: Amazing.
2: We have a separate package that goes if we get an order from a military family. When we're talking to customers, we don't time phone calls. We don't have scripts because you're talking to people,
0: right? Yes,
2: that package you get from us, its we're sharing experiences with our customers. You'll get a package, and on the outside, you see John's smiling face because it's covered with a logo. You open it up, you get your socks, you get that handwritten thank you note, and on the flip side of that, the story of John's crazy socks and our giving back, you get a package of candy – And on the packing slip, you'll see the picture and the name of the person who packed your order.
1: So,
2: you're not just, we're not just sending you socks. That becomes an experience opening that. Exactly. Customers know they're not just buying socks, but they're enabling us to hire people with different abilities. They're enabling us to go do the advocacy work. They're supporting the giving back program and they're helping spread happiness. So making it personal is deeply ingrained.
0: Yes. And to your point, you're selling happiness. You're selling the experience.
2: Yes. We may be the world's largest, not maybe, we are the world's largest sock store. (laughs) But at the end of the day, we're not really a sock store. Socks become the physical manifestation of the story and the purpose
1: exactly it's the vessel yes and this reminds me of i'm really into chinese philosophy but there's this saying that the one influences the two the two influences the three and the three influences all kind of like the ripple effect and that's what i hear you you say you're creating
2: yeah we we want to grow and we have been growing but we're we're not interested in transactions as as much as we are in building connections and as a result of that, we have very loyal customers and our customers are the ones that are helping us. We don't, we don't have an ad budget, Our customers are the ones that are helping us get new business. Mm-hmm. And part of that, that pillar of fun products you can love, but we have to be a great e-commerce business. We have to have a great website. We've got to have great selection. We've got to have great products. We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. We do same day shipping. So we do better shipping than Amazon. Except Jeff Bezos, he's not putting a thank you note in
0: No, you sure not.
2: You know, in, in our place, there's nothing better. Than, we're very seasonal business. So we do 40% of our business November and December. There's nothing better when we're busy. It's like Santa's workshop. And everybody's happy and Listen, you know we do things. Um, every Tuesday is Bagel Tuesday. Friday is Staff Lunch Friday. We're doing outings next week. We're going to a fundraising dinner for a local youth group, and we took two tables because we're bringing everybody with us. Because many of our folks, they don't get to go out, you know, or they only go out with their family. And you know, we had one woman asking, "I never been to a dinner like this. What do I wear? What's it going to be like?" Hmm. So it's a wonderful thing to get to see.
1: Absolutely. And experience together. And like you said, building community.
2: Yes. And then there's the giving back or second. Mm-hmm. And, and that's baked into everything we do. We started by pledging 5% of our earnings to... Uh, I, I, do, I do Better Olympics. And why the special Olympics?
3: I am Better Olympic
2: athlete. John's a special Olympic athlete.
3: Wow. What sport? I play basketball, track and fields, soccer, and snowshoe.
0: Not one, but four.
2: <laughs> four, right? Plus, uh, you're on the athlete congress to so advise yes, them, and uh, and he does a polar plunge every year to raise money for the Special Olympics. But I'll tell one from your neck of the woods: we were up in Calgary for a speaking engagement. And John was talking to a young woman who was also a Special Olympic athlete. And they got around to talking about how they both do the polar plunge. When John does it, it's into the Long Island Sound, which is connected to the Atlantic Ocean in November. Well, this woman's young woman's mother leans over to me and says, yeah, well, when she does it, it's 20 degrees below Fahrenheit, and you're taking a chainsaw out to cut a hole in the ice. <laughs> I'm not get out of the car for that. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the Great North, although I did check the temperature in both uh, Lethbridge, Alberta, where I live in Canada, and in New York. And we're actually 20 degrees Celsius, which is about 70 degrees Fahrenheit today here. And what's the weather there today?
2: Yeah, we're, we're down 40 degrees Celsius. So uh, we got a little chill in the air this morning when I went for my morning walk. But the giving back, look, you, you say it all the time, right? We're spreading happiness. What are the yeah. keys to happiness?
3: glad you and your fathers. And
2: so the giving back is part of just our gratitude. We're so fortunate to be able to do what we do. We've gone on to create products that raise awareness and celebrate causes and raise money for those causes. What was the first awareness sock we created?
3: A Down the awareness superhero socks. No, the oh, first one. Sorry, Down the awareness socks. And who designed those?
2: I did. Right? They raised money for the National Down Syndrome Society. But we have autism awareness socks and cerebral yep. palsy awareness socks.
3: Uh, we have a North Shore, uh, animal we, league. We have pet rescue
2: socks. We have... During the pandemic, when it was really bad here in New York, we wanted to do something. We created healthcare superhero socks to oh. say thank you to the frontline workers. And those have raised over $50,000 for frontline workers. Wow. You know, our giving back program, we've now donated over $500,000 to our charity partners, including, and this is really cool. John's donated over $100,000 to the Special Olympics, more than any other Special Olympic athlete. Wow. We have an autism can-do scholarship. because You see, we can do more than just sell stuff. And again, we've had smart people. No, no, no. You got to build up yourself. You got to establish yourself before you give back. We have customers coming to us because of the giving back. We wouldn't be who we are, and we wouldn't be growing the way we are if we didn't.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Chris and I have had many conversations about this because she comes from the business world and I come from the psychology world. And so sometimes those two philosophies can collide.
0: (laughs) But when the power of them comes together, that's where you have, I mean, when you have a, a purpose like yours that's such a North Star and then you build your company with good people, that profit will always follow.
2: Yes, it makes us more resilient It makes us stronger and it enables us to be there for the long run. Yeah. You know, listen, I'll come back to the the most important pillar to show what people with different abilities can do. But if you have the cheapest item, you will always have a customer. But it's really, really hard to have the cheapest item and it changes all the time. And if you have something that nobody else has, well, good for you. (laughs) But most of us, you know, we've gotten counted. There are exactly one gazillion sock companies, and what do you say? Ours are better than yours. Ours are bigger. <laughs> Increasingly, consumers are asking before I give you my money, what are you doing with it? How do you treat your employees? How do you treat the environment? How are you connected to the community? And you can't solve that by saying at the end of the year, if we made money, we'll write a check. It has to be part of your fiber of how you're relating. And that's also true with your colleagues, with your, you know, your businesses' employees. In the U.S., and this is a stunning, stunning number, since last August, each month, over 4 million people have quit their jobs. And what's happening is people are saying, I'm not going to work for your crap wage anymore. I'm not going to work in a place that's not a good environment. And many are asking, what am I doing? The job may seem nice, but what's it adding up to?
0: Yes. What's the purpose?
2: Yes. You know, we just had somebody who, you know, listen, we've had our ups and downs. In 2000, our first two years, we, we grew and we... Our second year was a phenomenal year, driven by some viral events and some extensive media coverage. 2019, we were going down. And by the end of the year, we were virtually bankrupt. And I had to let everybody go. Well, recently, one of our employees came back and she had a great job elsewhere. She says, but Mark, I was just a cog in the machine. And I've never been so happy as I am here because we're making a difference. And I think that's a lesson for other employers. In the U.S., much of the U.S., uh, what appears to be a labor shortage, that employers can't find enough good workers. We have no trouble finding people. right Now, part of that is because we hire people with different abilities. And part of that is because we have something more to offer them. Don't get me wrong. The pay still got to be good. But that's part of it. People deserve to be paid. You can't just look on people as just another input into your business, just another entry into your spreadsheet. Treat people the way you'd like to be treated.
0: It's that simple. And yet so many employers get that wrong. And it's not just about the pay. It's about how do I feel valued? How much do you value me?
2: Right. We have these five pieces of our employee engagement. You you have to start by offering people... A mission worthy of their engagement. Some North Star that's going to matter to them. Yeah. Yes. And everybody has to know how they fit in, why their job matters. So our entry level job is, is a picker in our pick and pack warehouse. What do we call our pickers? wrinklers. Sacracklers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
2: Every one of our sock will tell you they know what the mission is and they know why their job is important. And then, you know, third piece there: put people in a position to succeed. Don't ask people to do what they can't do. We don't ask John to do our finances. Give right. me. We just hired a web designer recently who does graphic work and video editing. Okay, so Nazira, what type of computer do you need? Let's get you the computer you need to do your job. Oh, you got a bad back? Would a different chair help? And we don't have endless resources, but most things, it's just paying attention and recognizing we want you to succeed.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's also the way to having longevity, not only in your business, but with your employees, right? Because otherwise, like you said, the other business models, the turnover is just going to be relentless.
2: Yes. Now, we have an easier time because we sell socks. There really aren't any sock emergencies. (laughs) And we're in it for the long haul. You know, and part of that is that fourth piece on engagement. You got to recognize what people do. As care about your podcast you work at it well doesn't it feel good when somebody says you know Sharice you were really doing a great job yes it can be as simple as saying thank you
0: yes showing appreciation
2: yeah the last piece to me is always and then stay the hell out of the way let people do their jobs
0: (laughs) yes totally
2: at our org chart my partner and I are at the top we now have a strategic partner but our job is to, at that level, is to make sure we we have a clear vision and we know the culture. But otherwise, we're at the bottom of the org chart.
0: Ooh.
2: My job is to make sure that everybody else can do theirs, to help them do theirs, that if they run into a problem, to help them get rid of that problem.
0: And back to that servant leadership that you mentioned earlier. That you view as your job is to support and lift them up and to remove any barriers to their success.
2: Right. The organization is not and should not be about any one person. It's it's about what we are collectively doing. And one of the things when we're all committed to that purpose, all the petty stuff falls away. You don't have the power picking. You don't have the clicks. People are able to speak truth to each other and able to deal with hard facts because this is what we're trying to get done.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the bottom up, a completely democratic approach in a way.
2: Yeah. Um, a democratic, you know, meritocracy, best idea wins. Yep. Doesn't matter what your position is. We're very flat. You know, it doesn't matter your seniority. Doesn't matter your age. We have, you know, what, Nazir is 24. Who's the oldest person in the business? I know. Who? Mom. Your mom, right. <laughs> We make that point all the time, yeah. right? Who's older, mom or me? Mom. Right. <laughs> and we got everything in between, right? I'll come back the last of our five pillars. It's, it's showing what people with different abilities can do. So John here, you have Down syndrome? I do. But we don't put John in the back. We don't say, let's hide him. Right. You're the face of the business. We hire people with different abilities. So 34 employees, 22 have a different ability. And then we want to show the world. So we make videos and create content all the time. We host tours and work groups from schools and social service agencies. We do speaking engagements, on podcasts like this. We do advocacy work. And all of that, it extends our mission and then it feeds on each other. Because of the business, we've been given a platform. And folks like you will invite us on your podcast. That creates an opportunity, but it also creates an obligation for us. If we're given that opportunity, we have to make the most of it. Right? We have to make you, know you got to use it for some good.
3: Yes.
0: Oh my goodness. You are both incredible.
1: Sharice and I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, sis. Sorry. I was just going to say, I just think exactly what you have here, what you guys are doing. I think this is truly the way of the future. And I think, like you were saying, more and more people are waking up to this way of being and operating in the world where there's not a huge separation between your work self and your life self. And yes, I just think this is the, this is the direction that everything needs to be going.
2: Yes, and, and more and more places are doing it. And, and, you know, listen, again, you look at the two of us, We got no special training. We have no special programs. We have no government programs in us. I have no background in retail or running a warehouse. If we can do this, anybody can do it. There's nothing we describe today that is the proverbial rocket science. Mm. It's all pretty basic.
0: What I hear, though, is it's your heart. It's who you are as
2: people. Yes, and our colleagues, people working together. You know, it's a... At least in the U.S., you go through the school system and for like 12 years, you keep getting told you have to work by yourself. And if you work with somebody else, we call that cheating. But then once you leave school, everything worthwhile doing, you're doing with other people. That's not to deny personal responsibility, but you're always working with other people. We're very fortunate with a really great team. We're very fortunate with a great strategic partner, shares our values, family business. That's also in it for the long haul. They've been making socks for 60 years. So
0: Wow. OK, we always like to wrap up our podcast with a fast five questions. Are you ready?
2: OK,
3: you ready? All right.
0: Okay, <laughs> would you rather go on a road trip with your dad or fly in an airplane?
3: I would go with
2: my dad. You're a big traveler, aren't you? Yes, I am. yes.
1: <laughs> and what about you, Mark? Would you rather road trip with the sun or fly on an airplane?
2: You know, flying airplane takes us to other places. But you're talking to somebody who, when I was young, different world. I hitchhiked cross country three times. I hitched around Europe. And back in 2001, took my older two boys on a seven-week drive around the country. So uh, I love getting in the car, throw everybody in, and let's go.
0: <laughs> and when you are mentioning the box is filled with candy, what's your favorite candy?
2: Uh, my favorite is Jolly Rancher. You like Jolly Ranchers, huh?
1: Oh, yeah. Those are good. We loved those. I, I really like
3: Jolly Rancher and gummies. Gummy. Okay. I'm big on
2: like malted milk balls, but uh, the little story on the candy. When we started, what candy were we putting in the package? Hershey kisses. Percy's Kisses. Until we got the email from the woman in Florida saying, you may not want to send chocolate to the South. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we put in now? We put Skittles. Skittles. <laughs>
0: You know, those are, those melt a little bit less easily. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, I will ask. What is your favorite thing, John, about working with your dad?
3: My favorite part uh, working with dad, uh, doing do video together, uh, uh we like to uh, do our home deliveries. We do a big engagement. We like to have podcasts. Uh, we love to have uh, uh, um, interviews. We love doing a meetings. I love, I, I love doing the videos. I like picking all the. He I doesn't like,
1: like this favorite thing.
2: Uh, he just lists everything he does. Yeah,
1: that's okay. That's amazing. It's all your favorite, right? Yes. Everything. That's beautiful. Okay, and what about you, Mark? What's your favorite thing about working with John?
2: Well, my favorite times are, and we you know, we've had so many great experiences. But the best moments, the best of the best, is when we're very busy and everything is humming and I see all these folks working. That's awesome.
0: I love it. Okay, and who is your best friend?
3: My best friend, my dad. Oh, gosh. Now I'm
2: supposed to say you're my best friend? (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to tell Joe? What am I going to tell Niall? What am I going to tell John Flynn? What am I going to tell your mom?
3: Okay, okay, I tell my best friend.
2: Who? Stephanie. Oh no, not the girlfriend.
1: <laughs>
2: we have uh, taken a page out of your book. We now have our own podcast.
3: Amazing.
2: What's it called? A
3: spreading Happiness Podcast.
2: It's the Spreading Happiness Podcast. It's thirty minutes a week of the two of us bantering telling you what's going on with john and we have a couple of standard features so in the the middle of the show we tell some jokes yep we share some good news and john gives an update on his love life (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, perfect
0: that's great and before we ask our signature question where can we find you where can people find your podcast and find your socks
3: uh, are you can go at johnscrazysocks.com? johnscrazysocks.com.
2: We're also on every uh, social media platform, particularly Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You love doing those yeah. TikTok videos. I love doing TikTok. Uh?
0: Even TikTok, wow.
2: Or podcast is on all the podcast platforms. But if you scroll to the bottom of our webpage, you'll see that, the Spreading Happiness podcast. Uh, we'll invite your listeners every 3 o'clock Eastern time on, on Tuesdays. What do you do? I hunt a dead party. Try and host an online dance party.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: You get people dancing on Zoom. It's great fun.
1: <laughs> it's so amazing.
2: And people can, if they want to talk to us individually, can get us through the website, and we respond to every email and and every phone. So,
1: my only regret is that we live so far apart that my socks could not be delivered in person.
2: One of the things that we would like to arrange someday is, is a, uh, and maybe we'll have to include Canada, the John Meets America tour, where we would just travel about for like three months. Doing speaking engagements, yes. home deliveries, pop-up shops.
1: I'm there. Just tell me when. What a great idea. That would be fun.
2: We've had speaking engagements in uh, Ottawa. Ottawa, Vancouver, Edmonton,
3: Saskatoon. Calgary. Calgary.
2: Right. Saskatoon. Saskatoon is worth going to, just so you can say Saskatoon. <laughs>
1: Okay, sis, finish it off with our signature question. Okay, so this is the signature question we ask everyone. It's what is your hope or dream for the world?
2: Do you have a dream for the world? Um, well, I, I can tell you that people can just stop and see the beauty and the strength in the person next to them, right? Don't judge any of us by our worst moments, but everybody's got something. And if we can disconnect on that that humanity, then we're not shooting at each other.
3: And you have advice for people? I do. Follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Walk hard. So you can't you.
1: Wow. There's nothing we can say that that will trump that. So thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Well, thank you for having us on. This was a fun conversation. It was. It's good, you know, tag teaming, two on two.
1: Yeah, it's great. And I finally stopped crying. Chris is now crying. (laughs) No, I just wanted to end by saying thank you for showing the world what's possible
0: when you give a person with a differing ability a chance. So you have been wonderful guests and we wish you all the best. And we hope all of our listeners will go and check out your website.
2: Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Bye.
0: You bet. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Have fun at your pizza party. Thank you. Hi, my name is
3: Bodhi. I hope you stay safe. Hi, my name is Gabe. I hope you have a great day.
0: Audio production by Joel Vargasy
2: at Lewis Studios.